Hashtag SAFMBTH. We're in conversation next with Dr. Sean Phillips, who's the Director General at the Department of Water and Sanitation. So the Department of Water and Sanitation has issued a statement in response to the water interruptions in Eteguin Municipality and the role they will play in assisting the municipality to address uh, infrastructure as well as supply issues. Residents in Phoenix, Tongat and Verulam have been protesting outages that have uh, lasted for months. The latest uh, flare-ups took place yesterday in Phoenix as well as Verulam in the past weekend. To tell us more about the interventions um, that will be made, we speak to the DG for the Department of Water and Sanitation, Dr. Phillips. Dr. Phillips, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So from Eteguini Municipality's report to the Department of Water and Sanitation, what's your assessment of what they have to say about what's going wrong in the municipality when it comes to water supply? Good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to all your listeners. Uh, we are in agreement with uh, Etiquini's analysis of the problem. Uh, we met uh, with both Etiquini Municipality and the Water Board, which serves the city, last week. And we uh, looked at all the problems and what should be done about them, and we agree on it. And that informed the media statement that we issued. There are three key underlying problems in Etiquini. The first is that demand is exceeding the available supply of treated water. And the reasons for that is that there's been rapid increase in demand due to increased population growth from rural to urban migration. But also there's been neglect of the uh, city's uh, water infrastructure for quite a few years, which is now starting to be addressed. And the municipality is doing a lot more to maintain and repair the infrastructure now than it did for the previous 10 years. But that neglect of the maintenance of the infrastructure has also resulted in very high levels of non-revenue water. The non-revenue water in Etiguini has increased from 37% 10 years ago to 58% now, which means that it's also difficult for the city to budget sufficiently for maintenance and operation because of the lack of revenue that it's getting. But also that non-revenue water means that quite a lot of the treated water that's being supplied by the water board is just being lost through leaks. So those are the problems that we agree on uh, and that uh, are going to be addressed, some of them by us, in terms of increasing the bulk supply, some by the water board, and the rest by integrating municipalities. Yep. So who's to blame for the lack of maintenance? Well, the council of the, of the municipality. Um, maintenance and operation of water distribution infrastructure is a municipal responsibility in terms of the constitution, um, and it has to be funded, routine maintenance and operations has to be funded from the reven- from revenue from the sale of water. Um, and uh, But they, legally, they, the council of the municipality can decide to allocate those revenues to other functions rather than water. They're not legally advised to allocate revenue from the sale of water to water functions. And they've been under-budgeting for the maintenance of, inf- of their water and sanitation infrastructure as I indicated, badly for the last five or ten years, but now it's starting to improve. And then on the issue of migration, again, who's to blame there? Because Status A releases um, data frequently about the movements of people, the household surveys as well. Um, have this data been ignored? Um, no, um, we, we anticipated as the National Department that there would be growth in demand in Etiquini and surrounding municipalities. And we planned a massive uh, dam project um, 
inland of, of that area called the Umkomazi Water Project. Um, it, it's, a, it's the best technical solution to provide a, a huge increase in the amount of water to Etigwini, but it's very expensive. The project will cost 28 billion rand. And because of that, um, uh, there was a, a long debate uh, in Etigwini about whether that would be affordable because it has to be repaid from tariffs, water tariffs paid by the residents of Etigwini. But last year we managed to resolve that issue um, with the help of the Infrastructure Fund, which is a unit created by the President to facilitate blended finance projects. National Treasury has now come with a solution um, where they're going to provide 25% of that 28 billion and a 25% interest-free loan, and the rest of the money will be, will be raised in the market. And that makes the project much more affordable in terms of the tariffs that will have to be paid by the residents of Etigwini. And as a result of that, we've now reached agreement with the city. They've gone on public consultation process for water user agreement to enable the funding to be raised. And that's all now being finalized. And the, the council will be approving that uh, today or tomorrow. Uh, sure, we'll D- finance for that project. Sure, DJ, I understand that those processes are underway. Um, but in terms of data analysis, scenario planning, surely this must have been anticipated, that this is the population growth that we expect in the province. Currently, it is the second biggest province after um, after um, after Gauteng. Um, the second biggest economy, ag- again, um, after Gauteng, it seems to me that there's a disconnect between the planning, including planning at um, at a municipal level in terms of town planning, and also what is expected, the water demand that needs to be supplied by the municipality. Would DG agree to that? No, well, Alton, as I explained to you, we did anticipate the demand and we did plan this massive project. What we but there's no water now, DG. What, what, what we didn't anticipate was that the project would be delayed because of uh, debates around the affordability of the tariff. We did also implement another project, which was to raise the, the wall at the Hazelmere Dam, which is also a major source of water for Etigwini. That project was finished last year. It doubled the amount of water in that dam, and the water board has also um, uh, created additional water treatment capacity. So the situation would be a lot worse if we hadn't done the Hazelmere Dam. But the the Omkomazi Dam is um, a number of years overdue because of these debates around its affordability. So we did plan and we did anticipate, but we didn't uh, plan for the, for the delays caused by the affordability problem. Are there any issues that the department has picked up when it comes to the water boards? Uh, well, not with this particular water board. Um, on, uh, on the name of the water board, which supplies Etigwini, is Umgeni Utugela Water Board. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the key problem is not with them, uh, with these problems in Etigwini. Um, they, they are uh, supplying all the treated water that they can supply. Um, they can't abstract any more water from the Umgeni water supply system than they're currently abstracting because we set an abstraction limit. Um, because we have to be uh, very careful that the water in the system isn't depleted so much that if there's a drought, which could happen at any time, uh, that you result in a, situ- in a day zero type of situation, which, ha- which happened in Cape Town and almost happened in, uh, in Port Elizabeth. So um, the, the water board is, is abstracting the maximum amount of raw water that it can and treating it and providing it to Etigwini. 
as it's supposed to do. Okay. Um, so for the people of Verulam, Phoenix and Tongat, when can they be assured that there will be non-interrupted water supply? By when will that be possible? Um, unfortunately, I can't promise quick fixes, but to give a realistic picture of the situation, as I indicated, the city has improved over the last year or two on its budgeting for maintenance and its work. It has spent one billion rand on uh, on building a new main pipeline and pumping and series of pumping stations, which is called an aqueduct, which links um, those areas of Verulam, Tongat, and Phoenix to the Durban Heights water treatment works. That, that project has been completed at a cost of one billion rand. Different the, the pipeline and the pump stations have to be commissioned sequentially. That's starting on the 15th of February. Mm-hmm. As different parts of the pipeline um, get commissioned, the the water supply to those areas will become uh, more reliable. And also the city has been implementing interim interventions on the old pipeline to, to try and improve its performance in the meantime, including reducing leaks and replacing defective valves. Those measures have um, resulted in some improvement, but there is still intermittent supply in those areas. So the, the combination of the interim interventions and the commissioning of the new pipeline will, um, over the next few months, result in improved reliability of supply. Uh, in Tonga, in particular, was affected by the recent floods, which occurred in January, which washed away um, some of the uh, parts of a, of a main pipeline running to the Tongart Park Reservoir. Uh, the city has done repairs there. They were finished. Those repairs are completed over the weekend. And the Tongart Park Reservoir uh, has now been filled. And that is in a, and that has restored water to certain areas of Tongart. So the situation is gradually improving. Um, but uh, I can't promise that it will be yeah. ready, if, that everything will be done in a few days' time. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Sean Phillips, the Director General at the Department of Water and Sanitation.